Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast brought to you by me, Jordan Wright. If you're ready to upgrade your health, your wealth, yourself and your relationships, then this is the podcast for you. Join me and my guests live each month as we do a deep dive into health, fitness, mindset and psychology to help you to live a life truly on fire. In this episode, we're going to look at how to clear out negativity from your life. Hey everyone and welcome to the show. This week I wanted to talk to you a bit about how to clear out the negativity in your life. So we've just returned from my annual mindset and personal development retreat which we call Warrior Camp. Uh, Don't let the name put you off potentially joining it in the future. Um, We just literally call it Warrior Camp because it's about unleashing inner strength, courage and greatness that lies within. And Whenever I came back, one of my students actually uh, sent me a text message asking me to do a podcast about how to remove negativity from your life. Uh, you know, we've done a, a massive focus on this kind of approach or this aspect of our lives at Warrior Camp because a lot of our day-to-day lives are actually dictated by the events that are going on around us. So to look at negativity and the different negative events and how to clear those out of your life, really, we need to take a look at what those things might look like so whenever people talk about negativity it could be something like uh, watching the news or it could be something like uh, facebook posts i know for example whenever i uh, first wake up in the morning uh, you know i used to check my phone and all you would have seen would have been different um, newspapers or news articles sorry or different shared posts on facebook about different events that have been going on throughout the world you know whether it be um, in the world news or um, from the likes of the newspapers and things like that about the different events going on throughout the world, you know, whether it was a, a mass murder or something like that. And it got me thinking that, you know, whenever this is the first thing that you actually see in the morning, well, that's really how your day is going to be set up from there on. You know, so throughout this episode, we'll look a bit about your morning routine, how to set yourself up for success and to start strong so that you're less likely to feel the effects of negativity in your life because although you know we talk about you know or or the request is to look at how to remove negativity realistically we can't remove negativity we just need to be able to change our focus and focus more on the positive so you know negativity is everywhere and we we respond more to negativity than we do to positivity all you have to do is look at newspapers you know they're all kind of these uh, shock headlines as they're called and they're all purely designed to attract attention and uh, obviously get you to buy them you know for example the the five shocking things that you have in your fridge that might kill you or um you know whatever other kind of <laughs> silly mundane headlines there is out there and they're all designed to grab your attention so you'll buy it and consume the content for others negativity could be something like external events um so somebody says something to them in the workplace or um you know something goes wrong you know if you're out driving your car and somebody cuts you off you know all these things can be seen as negative events so it helps for you to identify and understand what it is that you refer to as a negative event because what's often happening is if you imagine a little straight line you know the little straight line is our awareness throughout the day and you know you imagine you're driving you're driving along a, a road for example in this little straight line and then an accident happens in front and that's what we call a trigger. So something that triggers a particular emotion, a particular feeling. And then that will trigger a behavior or an action which will lead to a result or an outcome. 
you know, so a lot of the work that we done at Warrior Count was actually challenging these triggers and the responses that we have to them because it's not actually the event that's causing us the stress and negativity or this feeling of uncertainty or worry or whatever emotion you may be feeling. It's actually our uh, relationship and our interpretation of that event. You know, so for example, if I was to say to somebody, you know, go fuck yourself. It's, it's a very direct response. I don't advise that you go out and do this to somebody in public. Um, you'll never know what kind of response they might have. But the whole point is, if we can, uh, if you can see that there's maybe a, another potential meaning behind what I've just said, then that's when we can start to reframe and start changing the stories you're telling yourself or the, the trigger itself. So if I say to Simon, go fuck yourself, Simon, and he gets really offended by it, then that's his reaction to my... Uh, my my message basically you know i might have might have meant nothing by it but then it's his interpretation he could have looked at it in a, a way of oh he doesn't like me or um, what did i do or you know oh he's just been an asshole or something like that when actually he doesn't know the full story the full circumstance he's just taking what he believes to be true and he's attaching that meaning to that conversation or that interaction that thought is going to trigger off his story so for example if you know, I trigger off in his head and then he tells a story of, oh, he doesn't like me or, oh, I've done something to offend him. Then it sends him off in this little spiral. And then he'll start thinking of all these different times, perhaps when something similar has happened and then he will react accordingly. And I know for a fact, if you were to walk up the street to somebody and say, go fuck yourself, you know, you may get a more physical response or more of a response than you may from others. But it's all about the meaning that we attach to these events and these circumstances. So looking at these things, if you can take a look in your life and understand, well, okay, this event has happened. If we can interrupt that, so as I click my fingers, if we can interrupt that at that event and not, so you, you can kind of look at it from two different angles, okay? So if we can interrupt the event and then look at two paths. So if you're imagine you're driving down this road and uh, there's a, an accident that happens in front or there's an event that happens in front of you and if you can stop there and then see that there's two paths so two potential paths or journeys around the event then this is when we can start to change how you think about things okay so if for example the event happens in the middle of the road you can then diverge left or then you can diverge right one way means one thing one way means another there's more than one path but at least it gives us an opportunity to actually sit down and think, right, well, okay, there's more than one possibility here. And this is the problem with humans. You know, we know because it's literally, it's instant. It's so instantaneous. It's hard to interrupt the pattern, but we can only do it through consistent action and repetition because remember, repetition is the mother of skill. So you're traveling down this road, an event happens, which will trigger a thought, a feeling, an emotion, a story. And then it'll determine what response or reaction that you have. And oftentimes it's a negative reaction. So, you know, you'll start thinking to yourself, oh, Jordan told me to go fuck myself. So that means X, which makes me feel Y, which means I will respond like this, which will lead to this outcome or this result. And then from that normally ends in some kind of negativity, whether it be like an argument or a negative feeling inside yourself. But then if you can actually understand, for example, if... Jordan said this, interrupt the pattern, you know, so get, the, as soon as the trigger occurs, interrupt that pattern and then look at alternative meanings. This is when we can sh change your perspective. This is what we call uh, reframing. Okay. So it's just basically changing what we believe to be true. 
Because the thing is, we have these things called belief systems. And a belief system is not factual. It's just what we believe to be true in that moment. So you could be telling yourself, oh, Jordan hates me. Um, I've annoyed Jordan or all these different kinds of stories. But maybe, just maybe, there's something else going on in that equation. Maybe it's nothing to do with you or whatever story you're telling yourself. Maybe it's something to do with me. Maybe I've had a shitty day or maybe I've had some trigger or external event in my life that's caused me to react in the way that I have. So while you're sitting telling yourself all these stories, none of them are actually true, but they're evoking responses, responses that may not be accurate. And this is one of the most profound things that I've ever had to do in my life is actually understand and question the stories that I'm telling myself. And although this may be about negativity, it's actually hard to prevent negativity completely because, you know, we need to interrupt that and then change that story. Does this make sense to you? So it's the focus isn't on necessarily clearing out the negativity. There are some strategies and ways that we can do that, um, which we'll talk about later. But these are just things that I want you to start thinking about now. So it's normally better if we could kind of do this over video because I can actually demonstrate it. But there's more than one meaning attached to every incident, event or occurrence in our lives. You know, so, for example, um, you know, if I was driving, for example, the other day, and this car with a trailer cut me off in the middle of the road, which is quite dangerous. But the thing that I started repeating to myself was, well, nothing actually happened. You know, so I could get really stressed and pissed off and probably ruin the rest of my day thinking about that one incident because this one person was inconsiderate and he nearly injured me and he nearly injured himself and a few other people in the process, but nothing actually happened. And then I started thinking about it and started to wonder, could I apply this to other aspects of my life? So, for example, if I have a student who has a bad day, but I don't know it, you know, and they're maybe not responding the way I want them to, or a friend who's in a particular state and they're not really responding the normal way that they would, you know, I could take all these different meanings and say, oh, that, you know, or if I, for example, if I get an argument with my wife, you know, I'm sure we've all done this at some stage, or an argument with a loved one or a friend or a family member. You know, if you get an argument with them, you can then start to think, well, does this, you know, does this person actually care about me? You know, if it's for a friend, for example, or, um, you know, what, what's wrong with me? Why don't they like me? Or what did I do wrong? And then we're all these little stories and triggers are running through us left, right and center. And it's causing us to feel these, it's bringing up these emotions and these actions and these habits and these behaviors, which are not really us, but our reactionary self. So they're not ourselves, but they're our reactionary self. So it's basically who you are under pressure and under stress. And in my seminar and in my warrior camp retreat, we heavily focus on these things because if we can change the pattern of behavior, so if we can identify the trigger, so you know X has caused me to feel this, if we can stop it there, interrupt it, and then understand that there's different meaning and different approach, or as the old references or the old analogy, there's a cloud, there's a silver lining in every cloud. Yeah. So there's more than, there's always a positive aspect, every negative aspect, but we're too conditioned to look at the negative. So let's start to try and look at our lives and understand, well, what could I actually be more grateful of? Or what could I appreciate more? Or what's the positive in this? You know, for example, instead of looking at the terrible incident of somebody passing away that's close in your life, I've had my, my grandmother and my grandfather pass away. And instead of me, we're, you know, stress and then feeling emotional and raw about all these things I could then look at it and think well actually I'm glad that I got to know my granny because 
Some people don't have that opportunity. Or my grandfather, they're fantastic people. There's so much positivity about them. There's so much fun. And I can be grateful that I got to know them. And yes, we can mourn their loss and be sad for that. But at the same time, I can be grateful knowing that, for example, my grandmother, she had Parkinson's and dementia and a whole host of other things. And I can be sad that she passed, but also thankful that she didn't have to endure any more pain and torture. You know, so we can get so warped up in ourselves that we actually forget about the things that are actually going on around us and how we can change our perspective on these things. It's, you know, it's basically a concept that we call perception versus reality. So if I said this to you, it's challenging what you're actually hearing. So if I said X, you could be taking Y and Z out of it or even A and B and C. But then I could have just meant X. You know, you don't know that until you actually sit down and channel your thought patterns as to what it could potentially mean. And whenever you start doing that, things will start to change for you. You'll start noticing more positive meanings to different things in your life and you'll start to be a more positive person in general. So I hope that helps. This is what we call reframing. So trying to remove the negativity essentially by changing and reframing how you think about different events, occurrences and experiences in your life. Looking at a couple other different things. So one of the things that I mentioned is whenever you first wake up in the morning, you know, you're inundated with emails from work, uh, texts from friends, missed phone calls, alarm clocks, all these different kinds of things. So immediately, as soon as you wake up, you're almost set up for negativity because for most people, they're uninspired and unfulfilled by their work. So to see an email from work saying that you have X, Y, Z to do today, or you're behind on this deadline, or um, if you look at your phone and all you see is all these terrible events and it's being broadcast all over social media, or you see negative posts and all these different kinds of things, these are triggering the fuck out of you. They're triggering you, which are going to cause responses, reactions, actions, and then outcomes. Okay, so we need to start changing some of these things. So one of the things that I suggest that you start doing is to potentially remove social media from Facebook or restrict yourself from social media. Because when you first wake up, it shouldn't be that you go and look at your phone. The first thing that you should actually be doing is waking up and feeling grateful for the fact that you have woken up this morning. Because not everybody's had that potential. Not everybody had that possibility. People passed away while you were sound asleep and we were none the wiser. So take this opportunity first thing in the morning to be grateful for the things that you have. Whether it be the fact that you have woke up yourself, your significant other has woken, your family, kids, whatever it is, be grateful for that first. Because as Zachary Toll says in his book, when you begin each day with a grateful heart, light illuminates from within. So you need to actually sit back and think what you have to be grateful for before you get into the bullshit mundane routine where you're knocking that blurring fucking alarm clock off each day. Sit back and think, what am I grateful for? What can I be thankful for in this moment? Another aspect that you can then start to look at is your morning routine because it's often how you set up your day that affects the rest of your day. If you wake up in a positive state, and this is why most of my students actually work out and train in the morning because they know it sets them up for the day, as they'll tell you themselves. You know, they'll look at it and they'll think, right, well, I've done a workout today, so, you know, what, what else? You know, this is going to be a great day. You know, I've got my workout done, I'm energized, I've, I've worked on my body, I've worked on my mindset, and now I can just go and tackle the challenges. You feel a lot more invigorated and refreshed and stronger. 
So I want you to think about those things, you know. So remove social media, but then also look at how you know what your morning routine looks like. You know, if you don't train or do any kind of physical activity, it's definitely a fantastic place to start. And also things like meditation. So I look at four areas um, in any of my seminars, and it's your health, your wealth, yourself, and your relationships. So whenever you wake up first thing in the morning, it's always a great idea to start working on your core four or those four foundations that we've just spoke about. So, you know, start working on your health, you know, whether it be have a greens shake or a cup of green tea or a coffee or something like that. And then perhaps some kind of morning workout, even if it's only 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, doesn't have to be anything extreme. It could be something as simple as go out for a walk or a jog. We then look at self, so you could potentially look at meditation. So one of my routines is I will get up and I will meditate. And I will read for about 30 minutes a day, uh, just on whatever it is that I'm focused on. Because I've fed my body, I've trained my body, and I'm now feeding my mind. Looking at yourself, again, we talk about gratitude, so being grateful. You know, you can. There's all these different types of gratitude journals and things like that, and I'm actually working on a book at the minute which will help you around your morning routine. But again, these are all aspects on how to clear out negativity by setting up your day for success. We can then look at different aspects like, you know, acknowledging our significant other. You know, so instead of going straight onto your phone, actually say to your partner, your loved one's family, whatever it is, you know, good morning. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And I appreciate you. Because you can be damn sure it's going to get a better response than waking up and scrolling through your fucking social media account straight away in the morning. Wouldn't you agree? So these are things that I want you to look at. And another example could even be the music that you're listening to. And for example, uh, a lot of people get triggered by certain uh, types of music and you know things like that. So changing what you're actually listening to, changing what you're feeding your brain with. You know, you could even start listening to an audiobook or through Audible or something like that, or this podcast even, for example. Um, <laughs> shameful plug on that one. Um, but that's just to give you an idea. So, and then obviously wealth. So you could obviously look at things like um, reading a book on some kind of financial investing or looking at opportunities to expand or grow your current level of knowledge. You know, these are all things that you can do to start improving those core four or those foundations that I talk about. And whenever you start each day by focusing on those four things, then your life's going to change. Because if you've worked out, you have more energy, you feel more empowered and more inspired because you focused on yourself and you feel grateful for the opportunities that you have in life, then your day is going to be a hell of a lot different. And then if you combine the morning routine with an understanding of how to change the triggers, reactions, actions and outcomes in your everyday life, then how can you experience a lot of negativity in your life? So these are just things that I want you to think about. So again, if you want more information on this, I have a new book coming out soon and I will be sure to post it on my social media. But for now, take these small action steps on board and I'm confident that it will change your state it will change how you feel about different events on a daily basis and help you to feel more positive in general thank you for listening